0: Have you ever thought about how the kids today will grow up to become the leaders of tomorrow? I, to be honest, I don't think about it that much. But when I do, I wonder what we can do to help these kids learn more about helping others so that when they grow up, we have a world of compassionate leaders who want to make the world a better place. Investing in kids just sounds like a good idea. And today's guest is working to help kids aged 8 to 14 learn how to become philanthropists and social entrepreneurs, all with a simple $100 investment. This is Sounds Good. I'm Brandon Harvey. Today's guest is Kristen Williams, the founder and executive director of Kids Boost. The organization works by giving kids 100 bucks in startup funding, a boost, to help build a fundraising campaign for a worthy charity. Each kid gets a coach that they get to work one-on-one with, and on average, kids turn that initial $100 into $1,850. And get this, it creates a cycle of giving because 20% of the funds that each kid raises goes right on to help the next kid get started. I am so excited for you to hear from Kristen about this story of how Kids Boost started, the incredible work they do, and what we can all learn from what these kids do to make a difference. Let's just dive straight in. Kids Boost has worked with over 180 kids, and you've raised more than $300,000 for organizations and causes. But to start, can you bring me back and tell me about the story of Jared, the kid who inspired Kids Boost from the beginning?
1: Sure. So I worked at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta for about 15 years, and I got to the privilege to meet all of these wonderful kids. And I um, met Jared, he was um, about 12 at the time, but when he was six, he had a broken arm. But it wasn't just any broken arm. Um, When he broke his arm, he severed a main artery. And he had to have multiple, I mean, I'm talking 20 different surgeries on his arm. Wow. And at one point, the doctor said he'd never use it again, that he'd never have mobility. But through their rehab program, Jared was able to not only use his arm, but he found that he had a love of wall climbing. So that was part of his therapy. So you know those amazing wall the where you can go in and wall climb for hours. Oh, yeah, like um, a
0: bouldering wall, like rock climbing yes, stuff.
1: Exactly, rock climbing. That was what I was looking for. Um, So he that was part of his therapy to build his strength in his arms. And so he ended up having this great passion for wall climbing. Well, fast forward, and he wanted to do something to give back to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta for helping him and but he couldn't decide what to do and that's when I met Jared and I just got to brainstorm with him and so as we were talking we talked about his love of wall climbing and how that was a big part of his his healing and so what we decided to do together is he decided to have a Jared's climb for kids and he got friends and family to pledge per wall that he could climb and then he went to one of those rock climbing wall climbing places And he climbed for hours and he ended up raising $2,500.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yes, for Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And when he came to do the check presentation, I was sitting there and I kind of had this light bulb moment of what if every kid got to use what they love to help a cause that's important to them? Wouldn't that be such a fun experience for kids and a fun outlet? And that's when Kids Boost was born. And then from there, I kind of sat on the idea for a little bit and brainstormed and journaled and really thought about it and then kind of took this leap of faith and quit my job and started Kids Boost with a couple hundred dollars and stole some kids out of my neighborhood and said, let's try this.
0: That is so cool and such an amazing origin story. What's the impact that happens on the kids side of them getting to focus on philanthropy and social entrepreneurship at such a young age?
1: I think there's so many benefits. I think that first of all, I think kids are capable of so much and we don't give them credit for it and some we don't stop and ask our kids what's on your heart, you know, how how can you help? What who do you want to help? We kind of just tell them what the, what they should do, right? Run laps for this or sell this. Um, and so immediately, Kids Boost gives them empowerment and a voice. A lot of times, it's the first time anybody asks them, hey, who would you help if you could help anyone? And so they get to speak from their own heart. I think philanthropy for everybody, um, when you do good for others, it's an automatic boost to yourself, right? Your, your esteem, your self-worth. Um, I mean, there's so many studies that show sometimes if you're just feeling down or depressed, go help somebody else, go love on somebody else. And so imagine if we can instill that in kids as young as eight and nine and 10 years old, and they kind of catch that giving bug, right? So they go ahead and get all of those feelings and they know what it feels like to help others. And even more powerful, help something that speaks to their heart. But then they were hopefully creating this lifelong love of giving, then it sets them up for life to realize that they're empowered. They can do this. They can make a difference. If they can make a difference at 10, then holy moly, they can make a difference at 12 and 15 all the way through adulthood.
0: That is so cool. And how does this process work exactly? I know that you give each participant $100 in startup funding. And then what happens next with that
1: $100? Kids Boost gives each participant $100. Um, Their job is to turn that $100 into more for a charity of their choice, but by doing something that they love. Uh, Kids Boost gives them the $100, the one-on-one coach, um, and we also give them their own website that they help us create. And then at the end of their project, they get to present a giant check to the organization they choose. Um, And the best way sometimes for me to explain the process of Kids Boost is to kind of tell you about one of our Kids Boosters, if that's okay.
0: Yes, I would love that.
1: One good example is Sam. He came to us at 11 years old and he just knew he wanted to make a difference. He didn't really know who he wanted to help necessarily or how. And so he came to us just with a beautiful big heart. And so the first question that we ask all of our Kids Boosters is, what makes your heart happy? And that could include anything. It can include people, places, things, colors, foods, events, sports, anything. Um, And so they come to us with those answers. And then we also ask the question, what breaks your heart? And those two questions help guide the whole project for the child. So Sam came to us, and on that list, he had all sorts of things, but kind of his favorite thing and his passion is comic books and Marvel superheroes, you know, comic books and the movies and, and all of that. Um, And after talking to him, we asked him, you know, what breaks your heart? What, if you could help anyone, who would you help? And he ended up choosing Wounded Warrior Project. He wanted to help uh, veterans and families of our heroes um, who have fought for us. And so that was the start of his project. We gave him a hundred dollars. He had a one-on-one coach. That one-on-one coach is important because they're just a third party adult because, you know, most kids, they will listen to that third party adult sometimes a little bit more than their parents, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, But that coach is just like you would have in any sport or if you learn to play the piano or anything, that person is there to be a cheerleader, uh, to help them make big decisions, and uh, to, to support them throughout the whole, the whole path. So Sam decided he was going to have a Marvel superhero night. He invited all of his friends and family and even marketed the event at local comic stores. And he had a big viewing of a Marvel movie. He did Marvel comic trivia um, where all the kids could win prizes. But he needed to have the supplies to be able to have the event. So he knew that one of his favorite foods was popcorn. Um, he also wanted to have candy at his event. So he had his $100 startup money that he could have just gone and bought the popcorn. He could have just gone and bought the candy and maybe the decorations for his event. But instead, we he worked with his coach and we they did a lot of practicing and he was very brave and he went to local grocery stores and local stores and um was asked to speak to the manager and explained <laughs> you know what he's doing and why and so he explained how he wanted to help and who he wanted to help and how he's going to do it and was brave enough to ask if they'd be willing to donate anything
0: that does take bravery that's incredible yes
1: cuz even for an adult that's a really hard thing to do so you can imagine for an 11 year old And nine out of 10 times, they get a yes. But at the chance that they get a no, we also celebrate the no's. Mm. So if that child gets a no from, let's say, that they go into a grocery store and the manager says, you know what, We, we just can't help you. We talk about it like, Sam, does this mean that that manager doesn't like you? Or he doesn't care about Wounded Warrior Project? No, it's because he can't. So what we do is we celebrate with their favorite treat or we go and do something fun with them. And then as long as they're willing to turn around and try again, because that's one of the life lessons that we want to give to these kids um, that we're proud of them and it takes courage. And if they get a no, it's okay. Just let's, let's keep going. Um, and so Sam was able to get all of his supplies donated. Any money that he didn't spend just went into his to his, what we call kind of like his big pot. Um, he charged in a mission for all the kids to come in. And um, they had a wonderful night. And I am excited to tell you that he turned his $100 into $1,525.
0: Wow. That is outrageous. That's incredible. Yes.
1: So at 11 years old, Sam got to go present the giant check. We always kind of say it's like the Oprah or Ellen checks.
0: It's kind of like the Michael Scott check is how exactly. I like to think of it. Exactly. That
1: is exactly what it's like. Um. Yeah. So they get to go and they get to sign their first check. And I always say, you know, how exciting is it that at 11 years old, you signed a check, first of all but for $1,500 that you donated.
0: (laughs) That's a huge first check. I don't think my first check I signed was for anywhere close to that and it didn't go to a charity.
1: Yes. Um, And we talk about where the money is going. So the other thing that we love to do is connect the dots between what the child, how much the child raised and where that money will go and how it will impact the community. Um, Because what we feel like that does is it not only shows them you know where their money is going because we all love to see that, but it also really connects the dots and has creates that passion, so that even when they leave there, they can kind of they know the needs of the organization and they can find other ways to continue to get involved. Um, so it's not just a one on do, one and done opportunity for these kids, it can become this lifelong thing where I know Sam now will always have an invested interest in not only helping others, but with Wounded Warrior Project. We love that kind of celebration piece. But then along the way, Sam learned important life skills that I don't know if he was even aware of. We kind of like to keep it, you know, when we tell kids like, oh, you're going to learn so much. It doesn't sound as fun, right? But what Sam learned and what his parents kind of came back and talked to us about is courage. Um, So going in and having to talk to that manager built his courage when he got everything donated. And then to see him at the event standing there so proud, running the whole show. I mean, he was in charge. He was the boss. It gave a whole sense of empowerment. It built his self-esteem. He also had money management lessons in there. He had the $100 dollars. And so he had to budget for things. He also learned about pivoting and what happens when something doesn't go the exact way you want to um, and how to kind of walk through a process from start to finish. He also learned a lot about communication. Um, These days, a lot of kids rely on texting um, and well, adults do too, I guess, right? But (laughs) some of these kids have never talked on the phone before and they are responsible for calling their coach every week and doing a weekly check-in. And so it builds communication skills in just talking to adults and communicating their hopes and dreams and wishes. So Kids Boost is this amazing process of empowering kids to make a difference, but while they're having fun in an age-appropriate way, but while also learning, you know, by teaching them very important life lessons.
0: If I remember right, a portion of all of the funds that the kids raise go right back into the fund that helps other kids get their $100. And so it's essentially creating a cycle of giving. Exactly.
1: So yes, we call it a cycle of giving. So 80% of whatever the child raises goes directly to the nonprofit that they choose. The other 20% comes back to Kids Boost to help get more kids started on their giving journey. And what we found is that these kids absolutely love that aspect. To know that they're helping another child get started. And the cool thing is that I didn't expect when I started this is it's now become this amazing community of great kids who want to even support each other. And so they'll go to each other's events. They'll donate while they don't even know each other. It's this just community of amazing kids.
0: I mean, you just spoke to, you know, the impact for Sam and what this experience was like for him. But tell me about the overall impact of, you know, all of these kids in Georgia, you know, essentially working together to, you know, support so many organizations through all these creative ways. Like, what has been the impact of Kids Boost?
1: So we have been around for um, just about six years. And in those six years, through the our project program, through our Kids Boost program... Um, We have helped kids turn about $13,000 into $300,000 for 80 different nonprofits. You know, while we love that statistic, uh, $300,000 is a lot of money for these nonprofits. The thing that we love the most is what the kids are learning and what the kids are getting out of the experience but it's also a way for kids to raise awareness about causes and nonprofits that are right here in their own community. And so it's been really interesting to see how many times, you know, maybe a Kids Booster is raising money for a local animal shelter, or a rescue center. And I'll have somebody reach out to me and say, we didn't even know they, they existed. And they would end up, you know, um, adopting a dog through that rescue center because they heard about it on from the kids booster or kids that raised money for a local children's shelter. And then when they went to go do the check presentation, they noticed and got the tour of the facility. They realized, you know what? They don't have many books around. I'm going to start a book drive. So it almost just ignites this um, flame within the child, but then also the community. Because it really, it raises awareness and it, it shows how much needs to be done in a community and how it does take a community to make things happen. You know, all the good stuff.
0: We all have something to learn from the way that these kids turn their passions into action that makes a difference. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, Kristen shares how everyone, kids and grown-ups alike, can make a difference by tapping into the causes we care about. Sounds good is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is amazing. And if you've been a longtime listener to Sounds Good, you've heard me talk about going to counseling a lot, and you've heard our guests talk about it even more. In fact, They kind of talked me into it, and I am so grateful. This last year has been really challenging, and more of us are struggling with our mental health, and it's more important than ever to be proactive about taking care of ourselves. BetterHelp makes it so easy to get matched with your own licensed professional therapist. All you have to do is answer a few questions, and they'll get you matched and ready to start in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, plus, you can schedule weekly phone or video sessions from anywhere in the world. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Just visit betterhelpcom good and join over one million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. BetterHelp is offering a special offer for Sounds Good listeners to get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com/slash good. That's better h e-l p dot com slash good. One more time, that's betterhelp.com slash good. Sounds Good is sponsored by Libro FM. Is one of your goals for 2021 to read more? I just set my goal to read 25 books in 2021. We'll see how it goes. But I know that a great way to enjoy all the books I'm excited about is to listen to them on Libro FM. Libro FM is the first and only company that lets you purchase audiobooks directly from your favorite local bookstore. So in addition to having access to more than 150,000 audiobooks, I also get to support local and help a small business I care about keep its doors open. As a special offer for Sounds Good listeners, you can get two audiobooks for the price of one with your first month of membership just by using the code GOOD. All you have to do is visit the website libro.fm, that's L-I-B-R-O.fm and use the promo code, good, to get started with two audiobooks and to help support this show. Kristen, I know that for people who are listening to this right now and they love this idea of kids getting to have this experience and make a difference, they can go online. They can donate $100 to Kids Boost. And that $100 will go straight to a kid so that they can take this action so that they can go out and raise. They can ultimately multiply this money by a whole lot. Uh, but for you know kids who are listening to this who aren't in Georgia where you're based and they want to figure out how to make a difference. And also for all of us adults who want to make a difference, um, can you walk me through how we can kind of take action and make a difference ourselves.
1: Absolutely. The one thing that I think I'm really passionate about, and I think that we can all learn from these kids is that we can use what we love, our individual passions, and do something good in the world with those. Um, I think that lately there's been a shift of community, the words community service and volunteering. And it's Good shift and bad shift, but the it's kind of like that the world now is requiring, you know, all high schoolers to have X amount of community service before they maybe go to college or you know, if they get in trouble, you have to do community service. Um, it almost has become this negative thing. And I would love for the world to shift a little bit, to not see community service as a punishment, to see volunteering and philanthropy and ways, civil engagement as a wonderful positive thing that could also be fun. So community service doesn't have to be cleaning up dog poop in a park or you know cleaning up graffiti off a wall while those are wonderful things. It can be what we love. So these kids are taking things like jewelry making or doing bake sales or using their love of soccer or painting or animals, and they're taking those concepts, those, those passions or those talents, and then they're figuring out, okay, what can I do with this? to raise money, or just to make a difference. Then it becomes fun. It doesn't become a a chore or one more thing we have to do. It becomes something we look forward to doing. And so I think kids can do this with a little bit of support. And that's why Kids Boost is here. But the truth of the matter is, is that everybody can do it. So I would challenge everybody that's listening to have fun with it. Uh, Make a little list. Jot down what makes your heart happy um it can be people it can be places it can be colors i had one kid simply write potatoes <laughs> and i was like i love this kid um so how can we use potatoes to make a difference in the world and then get creative with that and then make tangible goals for yourself i think life gets busy and we have these great i know as a mom i do this where i'm like you know this year we're going to volunteer more or we're going to go <laughs> and and you know do this as a family and have great intentions right but time life happens um, and all of a sudden it's the end of the year and I think oh that's kind of where kids boost comes in too because we hold kids accountable we have a time frame um, and we work with them so that's part of my other piece of advice is you know have some have some good goals for yourself and deadlines but again keep it fun don't make it something you have to do make it something you want to do and I think that's the biggest life lesson um, if it's not something that's like a talent, Um, Maybe volunteer somewhere around your passions. So if you love art or music, there's a lot of community nonprofits or you know local hospitals or shelters that could use your time and your talent and your interest.
0: That is perfect, and I almost want to bring it back as well to this idea that you that you mentioned earlier too of asking yourself what breaks your heart, because I know that especially with our community who's So tapped into the world of social impact and nonprofits, it's sometimes hard to know or hard to decide like where should I make a difference? Because we all have limited money, we've got limited time. And I think that's a great filter. Like, what is the thing that like breaks your heart above all else? And and if that's the thing that you're struggling with, like then that should be the place where you what breaks your heart above all else? And then devote your energy in that direction. I just can't wait to hear more and more and more stories of, of kids from Kids Boost who are making a difference and also the creative ways that uh, everybody is able to make a difference outside of Georgia as well.
1: Well, thank you. And our hope is to continue to grow. So hopefully we'll be able to say that we're in you know more states and, yes. and we're able to grow this and reach more kids and more nonprofits and really kind of shape the future of future leaders and future philanthropist.
0: That's Kristen Williams, the founder and executive director of Kids Boost. You can learn more about Kids Boost and make an investment in kids becoming philanthropists and social entrepreneurs on their website, kidsboost.org. This podcast was created by Good Good Good. At Good Good Good, we help you feel more hopeful and do more good. You can find more good news and ways to make a difference in our weekly email newsletter, our beautiful print good newspaper, or online at goodgoodgood.co. This episode was created by Kaylee Thompson, Megan Burns, Chad Michael Snavely, and me, Brandon Harvey. Please do us a favor by leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode, and... When you find an episode you love, please share it on Instagram so that more people can find good news. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Go out and make a difference like a child. And we'll be back next week with more good news and good action. Sound good?